Well, so I wouldn't call it oversubscribing or investing in the next round. I think it's an unconventional path for funding your startup, which is quickly becoming conventional, is, is the use of NFTs. Um, right now, a lot of people are looking at uh, people that are not in the Web3 space looking in, kind of see it as gimmick. It's all entertainment. Where's the real value? But if you're in the space, you truly understand that this is like a pivotal revolutionary point in, in, the, in the evolution of the internet. You go from Web1 to Web2 to now to Web3, where you actually have a greater focus on the ownership of content, but most importantly, the community around the passion of a project, the passion of a startup. And so you, you kind of can liken it to Kickstarter. So a Kickstarter for a CPG company or, or even a digital company software, like you're going to use that Kickstarter to attract attention, get some initial capital that you can kind of get the ball rolling. Uh, the rewards in the Kickstarter might actually be subscription, uh, early access to the subscription of the product, or it could be um, merch or, or other type of swag, things that just start to build your community, build your following. The NFTs are exact same thing. You're able to use the NFT as a way to start building a community drive engagement, really focus on the utility of the NFT that then gives you longevity for your project. But uh, use gaming as an example, because it's the first one, but like just getting people to start buying characters or avatars that can then get uh, mutated or evolved all as a mechanism to raise 3 million, 5 million, even $10 million that then you can actually start building your game studio and, and you'll see a lot of these NFTs have roadmaps in that roadmap is, okay, well, we've got the NFT drop and then there might be some additional drops, but it's all building towards this game that you're going to be able to play uh, either online or in the metaverse. You can take that even further. Now you're seeing DAOs uh, uh, coming up that are providing greater activity and utility around the community. It's not about the game. It's about, hey, we want to help save the rainforest and, and, and go plant trees or we want to actually use the DAO to look at um, new ways to actually run a city or, or run a, a nonprofit community or whatnot. So it really is a, a new way to look at financing the early stages of the company, but most importantly, like building your fan following, your community, your, your early adopters uh, and, and having them as part of the journey and, and being able to participate in the financial rewards as opposed to just cheerleaders on the side. That's so good. And can, just for anyone who doesn't know, can you define NFT? NFT is a non-fungible token. I personally don't, and I'm not the biggest fan because it's not normal everyday language. Like what is fungible? Who, who says fungible? But NFT essentially means a digital asset that is unique, one of its own. And, and so you'll, you'll hear a lot about crypto, you'll hear NFTs. They're not interchangeable. Crypto are tokens. They are fungible. Like one Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Whereas one NFT, one non-fungible token, say a bored ape or a crypto kitty or even um, stoner cats, one NFT is not the same as the other. They, they may look on the surface the same, but there are different traits, there are different attributes of it that make it unique. And so uh, this is, again, where you're building your community as, as the Kickstarter for your startup. You might have 1,000 people that come in and join and they're buying, instead of buying a token in your company, they're buying an NFT. That gives them that unique uh, persona or avatar or, or, or something that allows them to stand out from the other 1,000 and show that, hey, I'm part of this. I actually have a stake in this, but I also have um, uh, a presence in the community. 
That's so good. And so, I mean, you got to, you got to help me here a bit because I, I just want to make sure that I understand it fully. Cause I, I, this is a, this is a newer one for me even. And I, mm-hmm. but in, in terms of like, how do they, how do they share in the actual expansion uh, of the company and growth of the company? Cause this is not on the cap table, right? No, no. So, so, so it's not a security there. There's actually utility. So it's either I'm going to be able to use my NFT to access certain things. It's going to give me uh, the ability to participate in different ways. It's going to actually give me a character in, in a game, or it's going to give me um, a position in a community that's going to allow me to weigh in on decisions that are being made and, and how uh, the community is going to be run or organized or different things that we can do in the future. But um, uh it really is a, a new concept that you kind of have to wrap your head around. But once you're in it, you, you really understand, wow, okay, this is really interesting. There, there, there's a whole new dynamic of we are not just creating content. We are creating content, but also being able to demonstrate who has ownership. And uh, the other part of it is also there's, if you do end up selling it in the secondary market, uh, the company gets to benefit on or the artist or whoever originated the NFT gets to participate in the secondaries. And the, the easiest example, a lot of people put out there is like you get a, a um, Michael Jordan rookie card. Uh, so tops or whoever put the card out, made some money, Michael Jordan, the NBA, maybe the NBA player association made made a little bit of money off of that, but that's like 99 cents for that pack when it came out. Now, a Michael Jordan rookie card will flip for $500,000 easily. And Michael Jordan, NBA, no, nobody gets a piece of that. But the person that's flipping it just made $500,000. And in the case of the NFTs, because they're written off smart contracts, right from the beginning, you're showing that people, the artist or, or Fuck Render, who's a great artist that's up and coming in Vancouver, he's created the art, he's put it out there. And in the contract, it shows that any future resale of this art or digital asset i'm going to get a piece of because why should i not participate and you can also layer in charities like you get a lot of companies that are attaching charities to it and you're going to see how things appreciate in value they're going to continue to participate in those future appreciations and resales and again once there is a utility around it it's not just here's a piece of art that i want to collect there's actually future utilities you're going to see the value of that go up. Like a great example somebody gave is, is uh, a SaaS service. Why would a SaaS company do an NFT? Well, it could be a way to start to build your early adopters, figure like Dropbox or MailChimp or somebody else put this utility out there first. You might get lifetime free access to MailChimp for uh, the 99 bucks that you paid to get the, uh, uh, the NFT. The more you use MailChimp, the more valuable that has to you. But even if you end up, setting down your startup and you don't have uh, the use for MailChimp because it's a lifetime unlimited access, you can flip it for, it's worth $10,000 and somebody will buy it, but MailChimp would still be able to participate in that. So it's not just a a full on loss to them. And and they're really exchanging one user for another. So you can see that there's all these different ways you can start thinking about how NFTs can be integrated into your business, into your community, but also, um, uh, future-proofing yourself. Music is another one that's going to get disrupted uh, big time by this as well. This is uh, this is exciting. Thank you for for being uh, for for bearing with me here. I, I wanted to, yeah. I needed to ask some there, dumb questions. There's there's <laughs> lots of layers to this. So th- this short little uh, um, uh, podcast, it's hard to get a fully grasp it. But I highly recommend people start to just dive in and and dive in with an open mind and understand that there's there's lots of 
uh, growth that still has to happen. We're still very early stages. It's just like, well, if you're dating myself here, back when the internet was first started, people were like, well, why do you need Why do you need a website? Why do you need a web page? And then say, like, okay, well, it's just for information. Who's going to buy something on the internet? And, and then, then it gets to e-commerce. So, okay, well, maybe on the web, but who's going to buy on mobile? And now you're getting into, well, why NFT? Why does somebody want this digital asset? And it's like, well, it's actually more to it. There's more layers behind it. You're getting yourself to a point where the technology is now enabling us to do things that was just not capable of doing five years ago because of the technology, the culture, and, and just the infrastructure wasn't there. That's that's so good. The last question, I know we're almost at time, is, is help me with um, the best product to, to begin this? If I'm a founder and I want to do an NFT, what's, is there a, is there a, what's one of the best companies to help manage this? Uh, well, Manifold.xyz, they, they are doing some amazing things. They've got some smart contracts. They're really trying to make it super simple and easy for people to, to get in and start wrapping their heads around how their contracts are going to function. West Coast NFTs, I'm just naming off people in Vancouver because <laughs> that's my hometown. But these, are, but these are these are industry leaders. And so it's not just, hey, here's some hometown uh, plugs that I'll put in. These, these teams are building uh, some serious tech. Um, but what I really try to make sure is, authenticity is key. Like the internet has always had uh, some issues around authenticity and people being genuine because you're using blockchain technology, you're able to really start to trace back like what is the origin of the project? Why, why are uh, certain people involved? And so I would make sure that whatever project you're looking to integrate NFTs into or, or any type of web three layers is be really authentic and make sure that there's a proper utility in place. And, and you're really thinking long-term, not just, Hey, I'm just doing a short-term quick money grab because NFTs are hot. It's like, no, that you, you're, you have a real opportunity to build something that is foundational for your business and um, can really grow the community and following around that business and reward those people along the way. That's so good, Ray. Well, um, two, two final questions. What's the best way to reach out to you if I'm an entrepreneur? And then tell me, tell us about your fund, just high level. Yeah. So reach out to me. Uh, it's Ray at launch.vc. Um, Launch VC, we've got a, we own and operate a network of incubators, uh, innovation studios, investment funds, and we do large-scale events. So Traction Conference is probably um, uh, some, some of your readers have, or listeners have heard of, traction.conf.io. We're going back to in-real-life events. We actually had our first private CXO dinner um, just a few days ago. A big conference, annual conference will begin in August in Vancouver. And then uh, I've got a couple of different venture funds that I'm involved with, but most well known for Launch Academy, which is our nonprofit accelerator where we're helping entrepreneurs uh, from ideation all the way to seed to Series A. We're also a startup visa provider for the Canadian government. So we help international companies that want to expand and grow into North America do, through, do so via Canada with uh, permanent residency and other growth opportunities in, in North America. Very cool, man. Well, thank you so much for your time. Great episode. Thanks, Adam. Awesome. Awesome. See you, Ray.